0: What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined today by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, Clint actually wanted to talk about limiting self beliefs. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content.
1: So I actually it actually tasks me she goes think of an episode that you want to talk about and and this is something that it first came to me pretty quickly but it's not always something that's comfortable with with talking about is it's that limiting self-belief in which we always tie ourselves to. And if you don't think you're good enough to achieve something or accomplish something, then you you never will. And because it's outside of the ordinary, it's something that it's outside of your comfort zone. I mean, you get accustomed to living your day-to-day life and doing, whether it's work, whether it's your marriage, whether it's anything, friendships, And kind of what brought this up for me is I have a friend who pretty much he does anything and everything he wants on a regular basis. But he has a big life shift coming up for him. And I still don't think that he's prepared for it. But that's my own belief surrounding that. I think this person's going to accomplish great things in this area. It's just adapting to... A new way of life. And so I start looking into myself with with this situation is why why do I think this about this person? Or why do I start thinking that they're not gonna achieve the greatness that I know they can based off of what their actions have shown. And I think a lot of it comes from fear.
0: Yeah, and I think this is such a great topic because we're not talking about not necessarily limiting self-beliefs on our on our own level that we might have for ourselves personally, but imposing self-beliefs onto other people. So in general, that's judgment that we're placing on other people. And something that's coming up for me is when I had this hot topic of divorce and how it's okay when people get divorced, there was so many comments inside of our Facebook group. And one that stuck out to me in particular was, A gentleman who is studying, studying to become a minister. He's almost finished becoming a minister and he gives this long, incredibly judgmental, accusing, finger pointing reply. And if he had just paused for a moment and stepped outside of his, his, Almighty sort of throne that he was sitting on in that moment, then he would have recognized that the people that he was replying to are people that have already gone through divorces, some of them a multitude of divorces already. And when we create this type of judgment, this type of self imposed limiting belief on somebody else, I think that a lot of the times it takes a mature and humble person to recognize that. You have no say in what that other person can or can't do. And it is so harmful for us to create this self-doubt or even sprinkle elements of self-doubt on other individuals, especially when they're about to start in an an endeavor that they have never done before. And when we think about when we were younger, I can guarantee as you listen to this right now that there are self-beliefs, limiting self-beliefs, that other people, adults, impose onto you when you were young that you still remember. What's the first one that comes up for you right now?
1: I That I could never be a professional sports player. I, and that's something that when I was a kid, of course, most kids want to be, they want to be an astronaut or, or play professional football, whatever it is. But I have that doubt that still comes up for me because someone close to me in my life said oh more than likely it's never going to happen so you need to have a more realistic idea of what you want to do when you get older
0: and i'm going to point out something to you really quick because i think that has probably spilled over into other areas of your life that you might not necessarily be aware of because i remember one point in time where you had told me I can I can't ever get cut. I can work out my muscles as as much as I can, but I can never get to the point of me actually having definition in my muscles. And the two of those might be linked hand mm-hmm. in hand and you actually proved that limiting belief wrong and, you know, created definition in in your biceps and your arms for the very first time in your life. So I think that it's important for us to recognize these self beliefs that perhaps were instilled in us by somebody when we were younger. And a lot of the times they are when we're younger because as we get older, we're like, Oh, fuck you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I could do whatever I want to. And mine, the thing for me is having had major reconstructive surgery on my knee more than once when I was young, there was, there was this, there was this imposed self belief that I had not only from my, mom and dad who were mostly protective right like we don't want you to do this because we don't want you to get hurt and treated me like this delicate flower um even more so after my surgeries but i was i went through probably 20 different surgeons trying to figure out what to do with my leg and every single time i had somebody tell me something that i was oh well you're not going to be able to do this or like things aren't going to be the same again, and because of that, my entire adolescence, I wasn't active. I didn't get to do sports. I didn't. I didn't have the opportunity. My dad stopped taking me horseback riding the very first time that I had surgery, and so because of that, it took me until about my early twenties, probably right after we got married, to where I started working out consistently. You know, I started to realize that you know they created this limitation within me, but. I don't live at home anymore, and I don't need to abide by those rules. And a, a lot of the time, like it was me being defiant towards my parents. Now that I didn't live under their roof anymore, you know, being consistent with being on the treadmill or the elliptical or lifting weights and things that I knew if my mom and dad saw me doing that, then I would have gotten in trouble because of it.
1: Yeah, and and it's it's so it's so true on so many levels. As you're saying this, like even though there's no like harshness coming from it it's not someone trying to put doubt into you it's looking out for your own safety in a lot of ways and and a fear of this occurring again or a fear of the being let down by not becoming a professional athlete or or whatever else it may be that chimes up for you in those instances it's something that relates to us later on in life and and it's really funny like as I was speaking about what that first kind of experience of self-doubt or that limiting belief from someone else affecting me is I can remember exactly the time and place where I was when that happened and I was like probably 10 years old 9 10 years old when and it's something that you wouldn't even think of it being a memory for yourself, but it is like, I remember who it was, where we were. Like, I remember everything about that moment because it was so crushing in, in that mindset and and not in a bad way. They didn't do it intentionally. It was more so of trying to protect me in my future life and transferring into adulthood. I you know I and I'm not saying I'm I'm innocent of or I'm not guilty of having my own limiting beliefs of other people but it's recognizing it and adapting it to where you're when you're sitting around the table with a whole bunch of other people and you're talking about say a specific incident it's not bringing up those limiting beliefs for that person in that group aspect or to that other person
0: And I have something paramount to add to this conversation because I believe that when we feel it necessary to impose our own opinions of the self-limiting beliefs that we have about somebody else, typically that's a reflection of something within ourselves that we have yet to accomplish. And when that happens, that means that you might feel a little bit envious of said individual who wants to do XYZ, you might feel a little bit curious. You might feel like you should have done something a little bit different. But I think that is a really, really important thing to point out when it comes to us feeling the need to place judgment on somebody else in that way.
1: Absolutely. I think we we place so many judgments upon other people on a daily basis instead of actually placing our own judgments upon ourselves to figure out, well, what's bringing this up for me?
0: Yeah. And I hope as you've listened to this episode, you've gotten some value out of it. I know for me, one of my big takeaways is to, and this is something I've worked on and spent tens of thousands of dollars to be able to correct within myself. But anytime that 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 self-imposed judgment that we seem to have on somebody else comes up, To stop for a second and not necessarily look at the individual that we're placing this judgment upon, but to turn inward instead and to ask ourselves why it is that we're having those judgmental thoughts in the first place and how that relates to something that we might be lacking on within our own lives. So I hope you have gotten some value here. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below and know that we are sending you a long, tight hug from our home to yours.